Bang, bang. Good morning. Hope you guys are doing great this morning. Uh, today's Off the Chain Post is brought to you by Delphi Digital. That's a company I sit on the board. Uh, they're a premier uh, research firm dedicated to digital assets and uh, DLT. Um, they recently wrote this report on decentralized finance. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a, um, a snippet from the report for you, and then I'll give you some thoughts before I jump into the news. Uh, decentralized finance, DeFi, also known as open finance, represents a broad category of financial applications being developed on open decentralized networks. The objective is to build a multifaceted financial system native to crypto that recreates and improves upon the legacy financial system. Some of the potential benefits of such a system include permissionless financial services anyone with an internet connection can access, boosting financial inclusion. Censorship resistance means no third party can stop a transaction. Immutable ledger, where no third party can reverse a transaction. Reduced counterparty risk, as there's no need to trust a centralized third party to custody funds or validate transactions. Programmable smart contracts allow specific tasks to be automated or self-executed, leading to more efficient processes. And composability allows for certain or for the creation of new financial products and services by combining different protocols. So who's building this new decentralized financial system? Turns out there's a plethora of projects pioneering this nascent industry, ranging from decentralized exchanges to lending and borrowing platforms to derivatives and prediction markets. The list goes on and on. One of the more interesting trends we see accelerating is composability, the integration of multiple DeFi projects and protocols. A notable example is Veil, a peer-to-peer prediction market built on top of Augur and 0x. It utilizes 0x for faster trading by moving order creation and cancellation off-chain. We broke down a few of these examples in the full report by categorizing some of the leading projects, which helps put perspective around how innovative this industry is becoming. Decentralized exchanges. Decentralized exchanges are one of the more well-known sectors of the DeFi ecosystem. At their core, DEXs enable the peer-to-peer exchange of assets without giving custody of those assets to a third party. This is very different from the centralized exchanges people are most familiar with, where users deposit money or crypto assets to an exchange wallet before making trades. However, many DEXs are unique in their own way, so we broke down four key characteristics to simplify some of the major differences. You can check out a chart they put in the piece. They also categorized some of today's prominent DEXs in each of the categories to illustrate the unique features. You can check out a second chart that's included in the piece. Decentralized exchanges are just one example of the infrastructure being built to support decentralized finance applications. Projects like MakerDAO and Compound are building decentralized lending and borrowing platforms with over 2% of ETH supply locked up in Maker's CDPs. Augur's decentralized prediction markets have garnered attention in recent months as users get comfortable wagering on anything from the midterm election outcome to BTC's year-end price. Again, the list goes on and on. Despite the seemingly endless potential of this growing sector, it is important to recognize the risks and concerns behind the DeFi movement. Links to physical and traditional assets and non-existent or non-existent currently, limiting the product market fit of some of these projects. DEXs struggle with low liquidity. Many on-chain scaling solutions are still under development, capping transaction throughput. This is on top of the regulatory risk this nascent sector faces, which is arguably most important at this stage. Maturation of this market will likely alleviate some of these concerns, but they're important to keep in mind as this sector evolves. The open source nature of crypto should accelerate many of these trends as new projects emerge to build on top of today's DeFi infrastructure. Our team is excited to keep an eye on projects integrating multiple DeFi protocols to offer new and unique products for users. And then I put a link that you can go read the full report. Look, DeFi is huge, right? 
Uh, my, my personal opinion is that uh, this isn't going away. Um, and really, it just comes down to two things. It's a more secure system and it's a more automated system, so more efficiency. Uh, secure in the sense that um, there's less reliance on kind of centralized third parties, right? The counterparty risk in a lot of transactions is being offloaded or, or moved to um, different counterparties. And so not everything is going to be decentralized. Not everything uh, is bad to have a centralized service. But at the same time, what I do see is that decentralization will create some levels of security. Additionally, um, this idea of automation, right? Smart contracts, the programmability, the composability of, uh, of this stuff is definitely going to create efficiencies. It's just the idea that um, if there's multiple settlement time, uh, multiple day settlement times, obviously that's inefficient. If we're relying on humans to do things that machines can do in a more automated, faster, more efficient way, obviously that's going to be better um, for those machines to do the work. So DeFi is going to be really big, open finance, whatever you call it. And uh, it's something to keep an eye on. Um, go check out the Delphi report. Uh, I think they did a fantastic job as usual and, uh, and it's worth uh, reading through. Also, a couple of things real quick on, on the uh, on the news. Uh, Bitmain is set to deploy $80 million worth of Bitcoin miners. Um, they're the largest manufacturer of cryptocurrency mining equipment by market share, and uh, they're scaling up their capacity to a mine to mine ahead of the expected drop in electricity costs in China this summer. Uh, they're a Beijing-based company that's deploying about 200,000 units of its own mining equipment in the area to take advantage of that uh, low electricity cost. Also, another piece of this is uh, the halving is coming up in uh, 2020, kind of spring 2020. And so uh, a lot of miners are going to look to that um, as a uh, as kind of a forcing function as well. Um, and then China's Alibaba. They partnered with a um, Aerospace Information Co. It's a major software developer and provider. Uh, they signed a strategic cooperation agreement for cloud computing, blockchain, and other technological services development. Uh, two parties agreed to take advantage of their respective brand technologies to, quote, actively integrate resources and carry out in-depth cooperation, end quote, in the fields of cloud computing services, finance, taxation, government affairs, and blockchain technology. Uh, this one's a little hand wavy, right? The idea that you're going to actively integrate resources and carry out in-depth cooperation. Not really sure what that means, but these are two major companies uh, in China that, uh, that are going to work together. So I think that um, that is uh, you know, at least worth paying attention to. And then lastly, the ex-NATO Secretary General is uh, bullish on blockchain and has partnered with a Swiss startup. Uh, the Swiss blockchain identity network Concordium has hired the former Danish Prime Minister and NATO Secretary General. Anders Fogh Rasmussen, I probably said his name wrong, uh, as a strategic advisor, the Concordium Foundation, the controlling entity behind the Concordium Network that launched a proof of concept in January, aims to tackle blockchain deployment in certain fields with Rasmussen's expertise. So again, lots of really smart, successful people coming into the space. Uh, as I've uh, said over and over again, as an investor, we just want to follow the talent. Talent's going into blockchain and crypto, and so we're, uh, we're excited about the industry moving forward. Go check out the, uh, the Delphi report. And uh, I will uh, see you guys on Monday. Um, that's it for uh, Off the Chain this week.